Welcome to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This is episode nine. Today we're going to talk about how Facebook groups can benefit your business. Let's go. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you wedding rock star work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hi, and welcome to Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. I am Renee Dallow, and I'm joined as always by Mindy Marzak. Hello. And today we're going to talk about Facebook groups, a gift and a curse. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, that's true. (laughs) It is true, isn't it? It's accurate. It's an accurate description. Yeah. So... Raise your hand because we can see you through the interwebs. Yes. Uh, if you are in too many Facebook groups. <laughs> I'm, I'm raising both my hands. <laughs> I'm raising both my hands as well. I think actually for us, it would be raise your hand if you're the admin of too many Facebook groups. That too. That too. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like it or not, Facebook is a huge part of any entrepreneur's life, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Facebook hate out there right now. Um, especially with all of the little shady stuff that they've been doing lately, but it's still a really great place to connect, especially in their, with their groups versus your profile or a business page, the groups and and Facebook is really pushing the groups. They keep adding new features to it. So it's something that they really want people to keep using. I agree. And for what it's worth with Facebook, you know, in my entrepreneurial journey, I feel like my Facebook, like I could never get rid of my Facebook because my Facebook right now is like 90% for business. Mm -hmm. Like you might catch me with the occasional like photo of my dog or like birthday post and or political rant on my personal page. But like by and large, I am every day in in the groups. Yeah, I'm in the groups all the time. Yeah, same here. And I think for people who aren't utilizing Facebook groups, um, I think there's a you're doing yourself a real disservice as an entrepreneur, especially as a wedding professional, to not get involved in um, you know any Facebook group. There's so many different kinds of Facebook groups, and for me, I feel like Facebook groups have really helped me grow my business. Mindy, would you say that's true for you as well? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I not only the ones that I admin that I've created in relation to my businesses. But just talking with other people, I mean, I'm in a Facebook group for everything. I'm in a Facebook group for bloggers. I'm in a Facebook group for uh, some of the affiliate uh, groups or uh, affiliate programs that I'm in. Uh, I'm in Facebook groups for the wedding industry. (laughs) I mean, there's I'm in a ton of them and they all help in different ways. I agree. I mean, I'm in a fair amount of um, business to business Facebook groups like uh, Refine Group for Wedding Planners. Um, I run a group called Moxie Collective. Uh, I'm in Savvy Business Owners, um, the Think Creative Collective, like so many business to business groups. But then I'm also in some that are client facing, mm. especially specifically for the Southern California market. Like one of them is called um, Something Borrowed, Something New. And it's basically a group of brides who just need help. Yeah. And you know, I don't, to be honest, I don't check in with that group every day because I would, I would be working for free all the time. <laughs> but every so often I, you know, I check in, um, I don't get the notifications, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. I just, I actually have to like type in, in my Facebook browser, like the name, and then I go in and I answer some questions. And for me, it's like a very nice way to give back, um, to people who need help, but maybe can't necessarily 
or aren't at the point in the process where they would hire a wedding planner. Yeah. But the business to business groups, I mean, I've gotten work. I've gotten, I've made money from the business to business groups. Have you? Uh, yeah. And I definitely will say that, you know, like I always say that social media is for serving people. Mm. And with the Facebook groups, uh, I, I view it that way. So if I can go in and I can be helpful for somebody instead of just going in and saying like, what can this group do for me? So if I can go in and answer some questions about social media or running a blog or whatever people might need help with, then hopefully I'm making some kind of impact and people will remember me later when they're looking to hire someone to you know do a social media audit or something like that. So I, yeah, I agree. Definitely. I would say if, you, if you're not use, utilizing Facebook groups yet in your business and you're wondering where to start, mm-hmm. first thing I would say is to sort of figure out who you want to be speaking to or who you want to be serving, right? Would you rather make more connections in your market with other vendors? If so, then maybe you should join a Tuesdays Together group, which is the Rising Tide Meetup group, or you should join the Association of Bridal Consultants group. I mean, I know in our market, that's not just bridal consultants, that's every vendor. Mm-hmm. Um, WIPA, NACE, all of your networking groups will have a Facebook group for your local jurisdiction. So if what you want to do is business to business and make those vendor connections and join one of those, if you're more hoping to um, you know, book a couple then maybe try to find the client-facing Facebook groups. But with, with a word of caution that a lot of those people probably, well, not probably, a lot of those people might not have the budget for some kind of wedding professionals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be diplomatic. Um, <laughs> and that's why they're in a Facebook group. But if you can, like Mindy said, if you can be of service, if it's if they really do want to hire you know, um, a live band, say, and you're a band leader, they're going to go to the person who was nicest to them and who who educated them the most. Yeah. They're going to remember you. And if they can't hire you, then they'll still remember you and refer you to other people. Absolutely. I think the other thing I, th- I think business owners do is that they'll, they'll look around on Facebook for some groups to join and they will automatically just join the biggest group because they think that that's the best course of action. And I have to say, I have a different opinion about it. Yeah, I think I haven't heard your opinion yet, but I'm assuming that we share it. <laughs> well, I think that in a, I'm a, I'm a, listen, I'm a member of some crazy big groups like the Savvy Business Owners Group. I don't even, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but it's thousands of business owners. It's thousands of women. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a group that has thousands of people, there are a ton of posts and they go, they go by very quickly. Mm-hmm. It, if you're not, if you're not getting the notifications, which to be honest with you, I get notifications for like maybe two of the groups that I'm in and I'm in probably 40 groups. So I'm getting a very small percentage of notifications in the moment that someone posts. If you're in a group with thousands of people, you're going to miss so many posts. You're going to have to check in all the time just to, and you won't be included in the conversation as much. But if you pick a smaller group, more niche, that's so much more personal attention, especially if you're a person who would like to crowdsource information to do research or is you know someone who'd rather ask in a group than Google. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a lot more personal attention in a smaller group. Mm-hmm. So also figure out for your personality and for what your needs are, you know, what is the best size group for you? Yeah, I will say that like you, I'm in a, a ton of different groups and the groups with, you know, tens of thousands of members like the Rising Tide Society group, I, those groups are just kind of. I don't want to say they're useless to me, but on a, from a day-to-day basis, I don't check them at all. And I rarely post in there because I feel like it's just going to be too much thrown back at me. 
So yeah, it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of noise. I will say that there's a cool feature with Facebook groups. There's basically a search function. And with those bigger groups, I use the search function if I have a specific thing that I'm researching. So I can type my keyword or my my question into the um, search box and I'll see if anyone has discussed it before. And chances are in a group of 20,000 people, it's my issue has been discussed before. <laughs> Honestly, Mindy, that is like the best advice to give anyone for Facebook group etiquette. If I have to, because, because I, you know, you and I both admin, if I have to admin another post that's like, what do you guys think about advertising on Wedding Wire? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Like we've answered this question literally 5,000 times. Yeah. And probably like as recently as last week. Yeah. So pro tip when you're in a Facebook group, no matter how big or how small, please search before you ask your question because it's probably please. already been answered before. <laughs> Absolutely. Please, please do a search. Yeah. Yeah. Other Facebook group etiquette stuff. So first and foremost, I'm going to reiterate something Mindy said a few minutes ago is just stop selling right Mm -hmm. like just be a helpful person yeah serve (laughs) serve don't sell right so i you know if i other groups that i admin if if we have you know in the discussion thread if someone just pops in like once a month with the you know do you need draping for your ballroom click here for 20 percent off and i'm like this is a a group of wedding planners so none of us care b what is this who are you you're never in this group i don't know your name Mm -hmm. And now you're selling to us like that's an immediate like delete and not block, but it's an immediate delete. And then a message like, hey, you can't sell here. Most Facebook groups. Well, every Facebook group has rules, but most Facebook groups will say you cannot self promote. Yeah, it's pretty rare to find a Facebook group where you where anybody can come in and advertise their services, because then that's what the group turns into is just advertisement after ad after ad after ad. And there's no there's nothing useful for anybody. So a lot of the times, yes. And Renee talked about rules. A lot of groups will have rules and they'll actually tell you when you uh, try to join the group that you need to read the group rules before posting and there'll be a pin post with all the rules in it. So um, take those seriously. Anytime you get added to a new group or you join a new group, please read over the rules so that you don't get kicked out immediately. (laughs) Yes. And also because, you know, from an admin standpoint, which Renee and I are both admins of our separate groups, uh, it just creates more work for us if you don't read the rules and then we have to delete your post and send you a message. So yeah, just read the rules. And as a general rule, don't sell unless you get the okay from an admin. And sometimes there's special situations like every year I have uh, real wedding contributors for my blog, uh, which is uh, about Disney weddings. And so every year I put a call out for contributors who are currently planning their wedding to write some articles for me uh, because I got married six years ago. I don't know what's happening in the wedding world anymore. So uh, I'll go into all the the Disney wedding groups and I'll ask the admin if I can post the link to my blog asking for contributors. So that's a good example of having a special situation where you talk to an admin about advertising your own stuff. But as a general rule, don't do it. Exactly. And I've had people in my Moxie Collective group ask if they can put a call out for speakers, which I'm super happy to do. Basically, my rule for my Facebook groups is anything that can benefit the people in the group, but doesn't cost them any money is allowed. Yes, that's yeah, I like that. Once it's like 
this, you know, join my uh, mastermind. It's only $500 a month. I'm like, nope, get out. That's not what we're here for. Um, and it's, I, I know it probably sounds like we're splitting hairs or it's a, it's a, you never know what to do or how do I get, then how do I use Facebook groups? You don't have to directly sell. You do not have to directly self-promote. So if you're posting a lot in a group and you're providing a lot of value, once someone else posts, hey, I think I need a social media audit, someone's going to say, oh, I know that girl, that's Mindy. And they're going to tag you. Yeah, that's how you get. That's exactly that's how you get uh, sales in a Facebook group. You don't directly sell. You become an expert in the group or someone reliable, someone helpful. And then other people say, oh, hey, I know if I know a wedding planner. You should contact Renee. Yeah. And I know it sounds so murky, but you know what? Facebook groups are a long game. <laughs> they are. And you know what? It's considerate part of your marketing strategy. There's two ways to look at it. You can go into your Facebook groups and you can be a helpful human because you enjoy helping people. Um, and then also at the same time, you are doing a bit of marketing because you're getting your name out there. You're you're letting the group know that you're a wedding planner or a wedding professional without giving them a hard sell. And the more that people see your name because you're such a helpful group member, the more they're going to remember you. So just consider it part of your marketing strategy. Absolutely. And, you know, we are not saying to spend your entire day in face in Facebook. Certainly you can allow yourself, you know, 30 minutes every couple of days to like get in there and see what you can do. But it really will. Um, it also helps you flex your muscles as to like your expertise. You know, uh, the client facing Facebook group that I'm in for Southern California Brides, you know, I went in there the other day and I hadn't been in that group in weeks. Mm -hmm. And I just went in because I was like, let's see what's going on in there. And I helped a girl with a Palm Springs wedding with her timeline. I gave my two cents in for a first first look. And like, I never said like, I'm a wedding planner. You should hire me. Here's why. I said, you know what? If you were my client, this is what I would suggest to you. Yeah. I didn't have to sell her on like, I'm a wedding planner. You know, like more likely than not, she's already clicked through my Facebook profile to my website and she's already checked me out because I was helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's another point, key point. Even if you're a face someone who hates Facebook, your personal profile really, 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 really should be synced up to your Facebook page that is for your business, which leads to your website. There should be a very easy, clear way for even a Facebook novice to find you off of Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Believe it or not, people are clicking. If you are doing this strategy, or you are being helpful in Facebook groups, people are clicking on your name and looking at your profile. Yeah. And while we're talking about Facebook group strategy, here's my biggest pet peeve. If you've ever started a Facebook group post with a rhetorical question like, do you need to book more clients? <laughs> or what's the one thing in your business that's really giving you a pain? <laughs> Anything that sort of sounds like a blog post and then proceeds to be very long is annoying to everyone in the group. You will be the very, you'll be an unliked person in your Facebook group <laughs> if that's what you keep posting. There is there are several people that I've seen do this in several big groups that I'm in, and I think that they think it makes them look like an expert, but honestly, it makes it to, to me it just makes it look like you don't understand this medium. This is not what this is for. Yeah, and Facebook groups are not for big long blog posts. Uh, therefore, kind of quick questions. And if you have, you know, if you have a situation you need to type out to get advice on, that's fine. But yeah, you don't need to do a big long thing. 
first of all, people aren't going to read your big long thing. They're going to skip right over it and go to the next easier to read question. Yep. The other thing is that, yeah, if if you started off like an infomercial, people are going to stop reading right after that. It does. Like, it's, it is exactly like an infomercial. It's that like rhetorical question that I'm going to answer yeah. for you. Yeah. I'm the expert. And no one, yeah, no. no one needs that. And also when I see this one particular person's name, I know exactly what's coming and I skip. Mm. I skip over her stuff right away. So it, honestly, I think in the long run, it's like making at least me like very turned off for her whole business. It's just yeah. sad because I feel like she probably does have things to offer, but the way she's going about it is completely wrong. Yeah. Um, our best advice on that situation is just write like a person, like you're asking yeah. your friend a question. Don't make it salesy. Don't make it cute and clever. Don't add a graphic for attention. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. What, who started that and why does it persist? I don't know. Photo for attention. I'm like, this is a photo of your dog. You're asking about, you know, CRM. Like, I don't know what is happening. Yeah. Don't add photos for attention. Just be, be a normal person. Ask your question and wait for answers. Um, the yeah. other thing that I don't like is going off on tangents. So I'm in a few groups for business owners and, you know, various uh, industries. And Every group has a person who they do ask a lot of questions and they are helpful with other people's questions, but then they also feel the need to like talk about their grandson's graduation <laughs> because they feel, and it's, this is a totally normal feeling where you find a group and you feel like they're your friends or your family and you get very close to them. And all of a sudden you have the urge to tell them everything that's happening in your life. This is a totally like totally normal human like feelings, but don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just find it. So, I mean, I know, I know exactly what you mean because I see it happening, but like, I just read those and I'm like, oh, bless. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Like these, it's different. It's just special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like literally thinking of how many times I've seen it. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't get back to you yesterday. I was in a movie. Yeah. Okay, well, this is a Facebook group, so yeah, we're, we're good. fine. We it's weren't fine. sitting here waiting, yeah, for you. <laughs> um, and I know we're like we're kind of sounding mean a little bit, but um, like it's just not, you know, like separate the business from the personal stuff. You know, if someone if yeah. if the admin starts a thread that says "Tell us about your weekend," then go ahead, please. Uh, but it's it's the the singular post like out of the blue that's just like guess what happened to me like I made the best pizza over the weekend it's like okay <laughs> and you're like what does this yeah. have to do with Disney yeah exactly weddings? exactly why will they bring this back around to oh they're never yeah. going to oh I see so um so those are our our etiquette uh, suggestions I feel like we just jumped like right into that. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I get like very fired up. I don't know why I'm so fired up about Facebook groups, but I, oh, I really I'm the am. same way. And like you said, it's probably like I spend, I mean, I probably spend more time on Facebook than I should, but it's mostly in groups. And because I have yeah. so many different ways that I make money and earn revenue, I'm in, you know, like five groups for each thing. I'm probably in over a hundred Facebook groups, um, which is now is probably a good time to talk about notification overwhelm. Yes. Uh, if you don't know, when you join a Facebook group, you automatically start getting notifications for that group. So you might get, you'll likely get notifications every time someone posts something. And if it's in a very active group, it can get very 
annoying because your notifications get cluttered with group notifications and then you're missing out on responses to your comments or responses to your posts or stuff that your friends are liking and saying. So you can go into an individual Facebook group and turn off the notifications. Very true. You can do it if if you want to do it in a bulk well, not bulk, but if you want to see all the groups you're in at once, um, on the left-hand side of your Facebook page, all the way on my page, it's like all the way down. Click on groups, and then you can have favorites. I have a category called groups I manage, so I because I manage four groups, and then um, underneath it just says your groups. And wow, I'm looking at mine now, and it's giant. <laughs> um, wow, I'm in a lot of groups that I didn't realize I was in. Uh, but every group has that little settings button on the right hand side if you're on the groups page and you can see all your groups and you can edit notification settings you can edit the group settings you can leave the group you can also unfollow the group without leaving the group so that i have that on a lot like i don't follow the group necessarily but i can type it into my facebook browser and go see them yeah and following means that if you follow a group it means that their posts are going to show up in your regular feed and you're going to get the notifications for stuff but if you unfollow a group You'll stop seeing it in your feed. You'll stop getting the notifications for it, but you'll still be in the group. So like Renee said, all you have to do is go to your Facebook search bar, type in the name of the group, and then you can go and look and see what's happening in that group. Um, I probably have that set up for like 95% of my groups. Me too. Some of the groups that I'm in, I really like this feature that Facebook has. So when you're you're, um, editing your group settings you can decide what you want to be notified about. So you can either have all posts, which I don't recommend because like Mindy said, complete overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Highlights, which is weird because that's sort of what Facebook is deciding you would like highlights on. Like you can't set your own highlight issues, but Facebook thinks they know. But the one I like is friends posts. Mm. So if, if I'm in a group, especially a local group, where a lot of, that some of my friends are in, I can only see the, or I'm not only, but I, I get notified about the posts that my friends make. And so that has been helpful to me, especially in the client facing group, because a lot of times my friends are posting like, or they're tagging me in something like, oh, you need a wedding planner tag, you know, tag Renee. The only groups that I have all notifications on for are the ones that I manage. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the same with me. I definitely have notifications on for all the groups that I manage. Um, but it's not, it's not too overwhelming. My groups are fairly small compared to some of these groups with tens of thousands of, of members. Um, yeah, so that's, that's some good advice. If you start to join some groups and then you just feel like your whole Facebook is just cluttered by these group notifications, you can turn them off. You can unfollow and still be a member of the group. So, um, like I think Renee said earlier, you know, maybe you have like 30 minutes a day to catch up on your Facebook groups. You can just go group you can type in the group group by group and catch up on what people are talking about that day yeah and then you know at some point in your facebook group life you might want to leave a group entirely which is totally Mm -hmm. an option also this is helpful to know if you've been ever been added to a group that you didn't sign up for that happens to me a lot for some reason like someone will start a private group for you know um wedding industry speakers and it's someone that i don't know but they know that I'm a speaker. So they'll add me and I'm like, wait, how am I in this group? Um, sometimes I'll give it a few days, see what the group is about. And then if you need to leave, that's very easy to do from right from the group homepage, right underneath, you can, you know, right underneath where it says following, you can unfollow, or you can just leave the group. And then there's an option to you can click a separate box that says um, that you can't be added back to the group. That's, that's, 
Yeah, that's very helpful. helpful because there are some people that will try to add you to a group. Like I get, I get added to a lot of um, Facebook parties for like MLM products. Like someone's having oh, a, a Lularoe party, and which, full disclosure, I love Lularoe clothes, but I don't need to be in everybody's private party group. So I will quietly leave if someone adds me to a group that I'm not interested in. The other thing is that I think that some people feel a little bit weird leaving a Facebook group. Um, like maybe they feel FOMO, like they they don't want to miss out on anything, even though the group is not really serving them for where they're at in their life. You know, sometimes people switch careers or sometimes people go from one level of their career to a, a different level and the groups they were in before aren't really serving them anymore for whatever reason. But, you know, don't feel bad about leaving a group, like, especially if uh, the admin is a friend, Uh, you can, you can leave the group, like, it's fine. Everyone has to do Facebook in their own way. Um, And you don't owe anybody anything, you know, as far as being in groups and having a Facebook that makes you happy instead of angry. It's true. Also, you don't have to post in the group that you're leaving. Yeah, just leave. Just leave. I've seen that in some of the bigger groups. Like someone will get into like a little tiff and they're like, I'm leaving. And everyone's like, who, what is happening? So it's, I mean, it always kind of makes for a fun moment, but it's also like not necessary. You can just leave. One extra notification that is not necessary. True. So what would you say if someone is listening and they're like, this is all great, guys, but I can't find any Facebook groups that speak to me. I want to start my own. What would you say to them then? Uh, I would say definitely do it. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is oh, this is how I kind of got started with Facebook groups is when we were planning our wedding at Disneyland, there was like literally no information out there on the internet, you know, several years ago. So I started a Facebook group for people who are getting married at Disneyland. I called it Disneyland Brides. And at the beginning, it was like six of us that I found from other online forums. And uh, now it's got a few hundred members. We, we were very, um, our entry rules are very uh, closed off because we've had some shady vendors try to spy on their clients in the group. Not good. By like creating fake profiles and, and working their way in. So, so it's very free time, honestly. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so again, going back to etiquette, don't do that. Don't create a fake profile so that you can weasel your way into a group that is not for you. Um, but yeah, so that's how I got. I mean, that was my first Facebook group. And it served me very well with growing my website. And it's also just a topic I love talking about. I love hearing about people's wet, uh, Disney weddings and answering their questions and, yeah. and uh, seeing their um their photos. So anyway, so that group turned into a few different groups for different aspects of my business. And it's one of those things, you know, people say like, oh, there's no meetups in my area. Well, then you should be the person to start the meetup. Uh, It's the same sort of thing. There's no Facebook groups on this topic that I'm interested in. Well, you can go ahead and start a Facebook group. It's fairly easy. Um, We're not going to run through like a complete tutorial on how to start your own group. But if you, you just do, Google that, if you do a Google search or do a YouTube search, there are plenty of tutorials out there on how to do it. Uh, but Facebook makes it super easy. You just basically press a button, give your group a name and invite a couple friends who you think that might be interested in your topic. 
and start from there. So uh, as much as I agree that sometimes a Facebook group, a new Facebook group can be a new topic, sometimes it's just a different um, like section of people that are interested in that topic. So for instance, my group is called the Moxie Collective. It is specifically for wedding planners who have been in business five or more years because the problem I was having in other Facebook groups is I was answering the same beginner's questions like all day long. But when I had a high-level question that I wanted answers from other high-level wedding planners... I wasn't necessarily finding that easily. So one day I just decided I'm starting my own group. <laughs> there you go. That's how it's done. And we have very strict entry rules. Like you have to be in business for five years. You actually have to know someone else who's in the group because the group is only like 150 girls and and maybe like two guys. And we really want to keep it that way. Like we mm-hmm. don't, I don't really necessarily want to run a group of like 10,000 wedding planners, um, mm-hmm. maybe one day for a different reason. But for the reason that I started this group, we want to keep it real simple and real high level, high level questions. Yeah, that makes total sense. And that's a really, really good example of uh, creating a Facebook group that you felt a need for and you looked around and you couldn't find it. So you just started it, <laughs> started yeah. it yourself. And that's yeah. really, really, um, that's really smart. So it may seem a little intimidating, like there's a lot of questions, you know, a lot of advanced questions that we're not going to cover in this uh podcast episode. But, you know, there's a lot of questions like, how do you find people to join your group? Or what, what do you say to get people talking? Um, Actually, that that brings me to maybe perhaps another etiquette um, point. If you're in a group that you think has some potential, but the members are kind of quiet, then ask some questions and respond to some comments. Chances are the admins maybe do conversation starters, or they ask questions, or they post articles that they think would be helpful for the group. And if no one's, if you, if you wish that there was more conversation happening, then be the one to start the conversations. Absolutely. Because I see that a lot in my groups where, you know, the groups with, the, with, that don't have as many members as some of the other groups, maybe they have under 100 members, you know, there's some good information being shared in there, but it just kind of gets lost in the Facebook world, or people don't really like they're shy about being the first person to comment on it. So try to take that initiative and uh, start start chatting in the group, whether you're the admin of the group, or you're just a member of the group. I agree. And I think another thing that's happened, like a sort of trend in the groups is that the bigger groups will post like a daily prompt with like a cool graphic and a, and a, and like a prompt. But you know what? The smaller groups probably aren't going to do that because like, I don't do that in Moxie Collective because A, I don't think we need it. We're grown up business people who are working, but also like we're, our engagement is high for the level of people we have in the group. If you're in a smaller group that doesn't post the prompts, that doesn't mean that you can't start a conversation about mm-hmm. something that you care about. Um, it just means that the admin of that group doesn't feel it's necessary for whatever reason. I feel like that's become a very trendy thing. And I've had people say like, oh, well, there's no prompts in that group. I'm like, so what? If the content is good and the engagement is high, who cares if there's a prompt? So I wouldn't, yeah. you know, don't always look for those things to, to prompt you, maybe prompt yourself. Yeah, prompt yourself. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt. Yeah. I can tell you that as an admin of a group, and I'm sure Renee would agree that we love when people start conversations. The best. <laughs> it's wonderful. That makes my job much easier. Yeah, because I can guess what I think my people want to talk about. But if you just start a conversation, then I know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so that is basically Facebook group 101 in a nutshell. Uh, should we talk about our favorite Facebook groups? And like for whatever, for certain things, should we recommend some Facebook groups? 
Yeah, we can do that. I feel like probably with you being in the wedding industry, you have probably um, more useful ones than I do. Sure. I can talk about some of my Facebook. So the, my favorite, the groups that are on my favorite list are my own group, Moxie Collective, uh, the Refined Community for Wedding Planners. We Are Isle Planners, which is the Facebook group for Isle Planner, the uh, CRM that I use. I also really love um, Irresistible Selling, which is Maria Bear's Facebook group. Mm. And then, of course, my Rising Tide Society and my Tuesdays Together Los Angeles group and my LA Wedding Vendors and Creatives group, which is um, business to business, but very helpful for recommendations for other like vendor to vendor recommendations. I love it. That sounds like a really good place to start. And we'll put all the links in the show notes. So you can go to rockyourweddingbiz.com to look at those personally. So my favorite group is my own, which is social media tips for awesome business owners. Very nice. And then I'm in a few different um, groups about, uh, so I do a few different things. I'm in a few blogging groups and I'm in a few um, social media groups and I'm in a few passive income groups. And uh, I don't I don't know how relevant those would be to people that are listening. So what I'll do is I'll go back through and check all my groups. And if I think that there's anything that would be helpful for wedding professionals, I'll link it into the show notes. Yes. And I just want to add I want to add two more groups that are not necessarily um, wedding related, but they are online business related. Sorry, three groups. (laughs) You're an Um, addict. I know. Well, I mean, I go to these groups a lot. So Savvy Business Owners with Heather Crabtree. Love Heather Crabtree. She's an amazing coach. Mm -hmm. Um, The group is very useful. Very, very useful for if you need a web designer or logo, anything kind of online business-y course related, anything like that. It's great. And then the Think Creative Collective, which is um, Emily and Abigail, my faves. And they're very motivating as far as like getting your thing launched or like getting your idea out into the world. And so I really love them. And then at a slightly higher level is um, Social Boss uh, with Caitlin. Um, that's sort of maybe a little bit more high level than most people need, but it's very like tech based, very solution oriented. And so I love those. Ooh, okay. That's a lot to get you guys started. Sorry, too much. <laughs> no, it's not too much. It's great. I mean, I like it because then people can. Take, you know, they don't have to join every group, but they can see which ones might be best for them wherever they are in their Absolutely. business. So the more Facebook groups, the merrier, I say. Yay. Okay, cool. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And we will see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.